Hey everybody, it's Bria Wood here. You're listening to Returning to Love Show, conversation on A Course in Miracles. Uh, This is actually a video show we do every Sunday at 7 p.m. on a Facebook Live with me and my friend Lydia McCarty. Uh, You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash returning to love show. We have a group there you can join and we post everything to do with A Course in Miracles throughout the week and then we do our live on Sunday. Uh, We take the audio from that live and put it in the podcast here for you guys who can't watch the video. So today we discussed um, our weeks and how we dealt with defensiveness and judgment, as well as I talked a little bit about uh, my experience with Hapanapanu, if that's how you say it right. It's a Hawaiian technique for clearing. So take a listen. Hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Hey, Lydia. Hi. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. Um, So this is our second episode for Returning to Love show. Uh, We decided we're not counting the last one and we're not using it. So we're just continuing our conversations on A Course in Miracles. Thanks so much for joining us, you guys. Uh, We really appreciate it. So anyway, girlfriend, how's your week been? (laughs) Uh, It's been, it's been enlightening. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) To say the least. Yeah, lots of forgiveness (laughs) opportunities, lots of uh, chances to learn a repeating lesson that has been occurring like throughout my whole life, which I'll probably go into later uh, because it's part of the course, but it's seek not outside yourself. Uh, uh, amen. Seek not, yeah, seek not outside yourself. Lessons on um, forgiveness, lessons on judgment and non-judgment. Mm. So it's been a fruitful week as far as that. It's a lot of revelations. I had an interesting week as well. Um, lots of opportunities to forgive and to really be aware of my judgments against people, whether I felt they did me wrong or were doing something wrong. And it was nothing like big, no big things, just all the little things, but they're still there. But even, oh, before I get into that, I want to tell y'all about my head wrap. Hold on. I love it. I got to tell Lydia a little bit before we started. But um, uh, we had Brazil Day, the street festival yesterday in Detroit. So I was able to go and get my head wrap and some earrings. So I was like, I'm going to wear these tonight to show our viewers. So, but yeah. Um, And I've really been, this week especially, actually, I I would say I started a few months ago, but I was kind of, I've heard of it before, I knew about it, but I hadn't really gotten into the teachings of it, and that's that um, Hawaiian technique, that ancient one they teach called Hapanupanu, which is, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, thank you. But it's a whole 
basically it's a whole system sort of that you use to clear or clean any memories that you're having that are manifested as perceived problems. And this week, especially, I was just able to kind of really get into it. And so many similarities between that and the course. I'm like, I think it'd be great for me to really learn and get down. So I decided to go ahead and go through with the certification. And uh, so I'm going to do that. Oh, nice. Yeah, because it it was very inexpensive. Um, Dr. Joe Vitale, he's the one that, or Vitale, I'm not sure how you say his last name. I've been saying it wrong for years. But he's the one that kind of made Dr. Hewlin popular in in the States. And uh, he has a certification that he offers to train people how to do it and be practitioners of it. So I decided I want to do that. So I'm excited about it because um, I've been watching a lot of videos with um, David Hoffmeister. Uh, uh-huh. that, um, aren't familiar with him. He's a very popular Course in Miracles teacher. And he did a lot of videos on Hoponopono as well. So I was watching those videos today too. So I had a really good week, really interesting week. Good, and, uh, good. With some of the situations that I experienced this week, Hapanu Panu is all about accepting 100% responsibility for everything that's going on in your life because it's in your life. And then Dr. Hewland always says, um, have you ever noticed whenever have, you have a problem, you're there? <laughs> so it's kind of a reminder <laughs> that it has to be you, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's never the other person. But the mm-hmm. thing is all about cleaning, cleaning the part of yourself that projected whatever you perceive the problematic person or situation to be. And so it kind of reminds me of that, how the course teaches forgiveness, because it's it's not forgiving you because of what you did. It's forgiving you and understanding that you never did it anyway. You know what I mean? So it was that kind of thing. And uh, so it's been really interesting. I had a really good week. So I decided Hopanopano. Um, yeah. Go ahead. And the Hopanopano thing, what I've always found interesting is the doctor, the doctor who created it, how he came to discover that formula. If you could go into that with the uh, mental, is it the mental patients? Well, he he didn't create it. This is an oh, ancient, okay. ancient practice that's been around uh, with like Maori people or ancient okay. people, those kind of people for as long as they can remember. His teacher uh, is named Morna something. I can't think of her last name, but she ch- kind of changed how they were doing the technique. And hers is like, it's called the mm-hmm. identify or the mm-hmm. self-identify Hoponopono technique. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different in what they've done in the past where the other person doesn't even have to be there because you're all about cleaning yourself. And when you're doing that, you're always with yourself. So I guess in ancient practitioners, um, they used to bring people together who were having problems and then work to work with the two of them. And her technique made it more about the self, self I dash identity or identify technique. And it's just focus on you because mm-hmm. if it's in your awareness, 
then you're the one that needs to clean because you projected it, you created it. And so he, how Dr. Joe Vital heard about him is he heard about this story about this psychologist that worked in a Hawaii state hospital, a mental hospital back in the 80s. And he worked in a ward for the criminally insane. And when he got there, um, lots of violence, lots of staff turnover, very dark kind of negative environment. Staff would walk with their backs against the wall, afraid they'd be attacked. Uh, lots of criminals would have to be shackled. Uh, they never got to go outside or do any kind of activities. And so when he went there, I think he was working like part-time 20 hours a week. He would have them bring him the patient's charts. And he never saw patients. He never mm -hmm. saw them personally. All he would do, do was look at their charts and clean. Because he said it wasn't ever about the patients. It was about whatever it was in him that created them and whatever it was that they perceived to have done. And so he would just clean, clean, clean. And he did that. And over the course of the three years, they say he was able to clear out the whole ward. Like the very violent pa um, patients that had to be medicated all the time, they were able to reduce their medications. The ones that had to be shackled all the time were able to be unshackled. They got to start going outside and doing activities like playing tennis or washing cars or doing other things like that. And they say when within three years, he had cleared that whole ward using Hapanupanu, and eventually they closed that ward. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was an interesting story. And um, mm -hmm. like to hear him talk about is nothing is ever out there. It's all here. And if it's in your awareness, that means you created it and you're the one that has mm -hmm. to do it. It's taking 100% personal responsibility mm -hmm. for everything that comes up in your awareness. Mm -hmm. And so it's really, really powerful. I love watching his, he's got a lot of interviews and different things on YouTube. I can post some of those in the links mm -hmm. if any of you guys are interested in seeing them. But yeah, it was just... I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the story enough that I got the book. Dr. Joe Vitale wrote a book with him called Zero Limits mm -hmm. because he talks about how what he does when he's cleaning is he's wiping away the memories to get, get it back to zero. So kind of like canceling the memories out so that mm -hmm. you're clear to be at one with the divine. Mm -hmm. And so that's what he talks about, just cleaning the memories. So. It was really good. I, I'm really enjoying everything I'm learning, and I want to continue my learning and deepening my learning, especially since it all falls right in line with the course anyway, which I've already been studying. So mm -hmm. that was my week. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, I had a few things come up with some like associates and things, and I really kind of I started judging. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it feels like the natural thing to do like mm -hmm. and um, I realized that's what I was doing and I was trying to figure out how I wanted to address the problem mm -hmm. or how I wanted to respond to the message and all of the things and it came up just do a panu panu on it and clean mm -hmm. it so that's all I've been doing for the past few days is I'm sorry please forgive me I love you thank you and that's like the main 
Ho'oponopono prayer that you say on any problem or what you perceive to be a problematic person. That's how you clean. You just use mm-hmm. those four words over and over and over and over again. Or if you can't remember all that, just say I love you over and mm-hmm. over and over and over again. So anytime you mm-hmm. think about it, anytime it comes up, you know, just keep saying it to yourself and the situation will change. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing. <laughs> uh, okay. So for me over the past week, one of the issues that I've had to sort of face about, my, about myself is that I have a very hard time being open and vulnerable and like showing people the real me. There's always a sense of armor that I'm wearing, uh, a defensiveness. Oh yeah, yeah. I never got that from you. We've been friends. Oh my god, years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, there's a, there are a lot of things that like I keep to myself, and that even you, as my best friend, do not know about me. You know that's true because it <laughs> it has been a few times over the years where we'll be in like a deep conversation about something, and you'll mention something, and you're like, "But I, I don't want to talk about that right now." I'll tell you one day. Matter of fact, you still never did. It's been a few years now. <laughs> oh my, I can't even remember yeah. what it was, but I, I'll slither I don't away. Tell your business, but we'll talk. <laughs> But yeah, it has been sometimes where I do see that. And I'm like, she's like a little bit secretive, but not secretive, uh-huh. guarded. So I can't see that. Yes, yeah, very guarded and defensive. And I was talking to another friend about this actually earlier uh, this week. And there's a part in the course about defenses and how when we defend ourselves, we are actually attacked. I think it says, if I defend myself, I am attacked or I, or we do attack. And so when we defend ourselves, what the ego is really doing here is when we defend ourselves, it means that we are weak, which basically means that God is dead and the separation from God happened. Because if I can be, de- if I can be hurt, then I'm not at one with God because it, back home and God, where we really are, there's no such thing as pain. There's no such thing as, as hurt. Like we can't be hurt. But when we feel that we have to erect defenses, uh, what we're saying is that what our ego is saying is that we were victorious in the separation from God and that I'm really here. I really exist and I can be hurt. And that's the proof of, of that. And there's another part of the course where it says in my defenselessness, my safety lies. And I know that's like deep down, that's the truth, but it's still so very hard for me to lower my defenses and let people see who I truly am and like the deepest parts of myself. Cause there's another part of the course that says, you think you are the home of evil, darkness and sin. And throughout the years, as I've come back to the course and 
I've, I've learned more about it and I've taken more of it in, I found, I've found that, you know, that's very true. There is a part of me that thinks that I am the home of evil, darkness, and sin. And like, if people only knew about some of the things, you know, that I've done, and we all make mistakes, but they would, like, if people saw aspects of the real me, that like, I would be um, rejected and I could be hurt by that. So there's, like, I've really had to come to terms with uh, the fact that I erect all these defenses, but it's, you know, that's, it's not really keeping me safe. It's actually hurting me. And uh, in a lot of ways, you know, you can't, when you have all these defenses, it lowers the chance for people to like see the real you and connect to the real you. And that's what, you know, that's what makes genuine connection, genuine brotherhood, genuine fellowship, the true joining of minds that the course talks about. Um, so what are you and, do you think to get better at being a little bit more, I guess, vulnerable is really what it is. Well, you know, this, so the defenses, like when we build these defenses, we have to pretend to be something that we're not. And to our audience, like this sort of played into our last uh, broadcast Oh, that was last that Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> well, we deleted it <laughs> because we found that when we went back and, you know, we could tell when we were recording it, we found that when we, we found that we were like, you know, I, I can see it from my side because, you know, I'm me and I, I know what I was experiencing. Like I was trying to be something that I really wasn't like, it wasn't the real me that was presenting itself during that that podcast during that um, broadcast and so that was due to my defenses and thinking like oh it's not good enough to just be me to just be Lydia uh, I have to you know mimic these other course teachers and and what they taught so that was a defense right there and it ended up like not connecting as much you know I've, it certainly didn't connect to me and 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 you Right. And so I'm in this uh, program called Landmark, which uh, it's like this, this self-development transformational uh, program that helps you to break down. It, it's, it's interesting because it, it's act, it actually teaches like a lot of what the course talks about, but it's not a, they don't brand it as, you know, spirituality but it, it helps you to break down all the barriers that you've erected throughout your life uh, to get to the, like the real you, the core, the core of who you are and to share that with people. And so I'm working on a project that's gonna connect to this show. It's a community-based project. I wanna get five uh, course teachers and interview them for this show so that we can share that with the wider course community. And we had a class, like an all day um, class, lecture, seminar, whatever, yesterday, where we talked about how to successfully enroll and register other people in our ideas. And one of the things that we hit on was that to do that, you have to be authentic. Like that's how you 
really connect on a human level to another person. And so that's how you enroll people and get people on board with your ideas. And so it was just further proof of how def these, these, all these defenses that I've erected actually, they, they don't, how they hurt instead of help and how they act as a block between the connection of me and my brother. And so I, I just read Alex Wolf's resonate book uh -huh. a couple, couple weeks ago. And it was sim similar. I guess you could mm -hmm. call it a marketing book, but it wasn't really marketing. It was geared mm -hmm. more toward creatives. Mm -hmm. And she talks about how she just speaks kind of authentically what she's feeling, what she's doing. And that resonates with enough people that then they share mm -hmm. what it is that she puts out. She doesn't even have to go and market it because mm -hmm. they resonate with it so much. They share it with their friends and family and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. So it's definitely very important to just be your authentic self. Yeah, absolutely. And so I was asking. Yeah, that, that's just what, it. So is the land, the landmark thing is helping you to take those defenses down and be more of yourself? Because I was asking you, so what are you going to do is. to get better at? <laughs> it is. Well, to get better at it. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to take small steps that, you know, and this show is one of those, like opening myself up and, and letting people see the real me. Because it, it really, you know, what it, it really doesn't, like I do see that when I am more of myself, like people can connect to me better and I can connect to other people uh, better. And I guess I'm just like going back to the course and sort of using that and what the course says about defenses and how it, it, it blocks me from my brother, like as my guide and to just try to be more and more open, more vulnerable and to take baby steps as much as I can. And like to be, I would love to be like totally naked and transparent and like to just not care. <laughs> That's the point I want to get to. Yeah, well, I, awareness of it is even the first step. So. Yeah, you'll uh, get there. Yeah, well, I just like I can just be me and and just not worry about like I'm going to get hurt or uh, I'm going to offend somebody else or or things of that nature. All the things we do that that keep up the the personality or the persona. Like most people. You know, we go around with a mask on. It's not who we really are. And mm -hmm. I want to be able to show. Even online. People are not themselves. Oh, online. Online Especially. is even worse than in real life. <laughs> like people cherry pick the best like parts of their moments and they put them online. Like nobody's going to show when the they're ugly. having a total breakdown. The ugly. Yeah. <laughs> of their <laughs> lives. So to me, like I want to be... I want to be naked and, and vulnerable and just soft. I want to feel soft. That's what it is. Have you ever read uh, Brene's Brown, Brene Brown's books? No, what's in her? No, I've seen an interview the, with her. The though. most popular one is The Power of Vulnerability. 
Mm-hmm. And that was her first book, I think. And it's one of the more popular ones. I really think you should read that. That will help you a lot. Okay. Yeah. Even, and she does like TED Talks and interviews and lots of other things too. And her main theme is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Talking about it. So I think that yeah. would be very beneficial to you. I have mm-hmm. one of them here. I can, uh, I have Daring Greatly, actually. That was a really good one, too. Mm-hmm. Daring Greatly. But um, when you come, I'll give it to you. But you got to get the power of vulnerability. I think I gave that one away already. Yeah, I'll have to see. But I think that would be that would really, really speak to you with what you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And actually, in my defenselessness, my safety lies. That's actually lesson 153 uh, of the course. And the I just want to read right? of the yeah, of the workbook. And I just want to read like a couple of paragraphs where they talk about defenselessness and defensiveness. So it says defenselessness is strength. It testifies to the recognition of the Christ in you. Perhaps you will recall the text maintains that choice is always made between the strength of Christ in you and your own weakness seen apart from him. Defenselessness can never be attacked because it recognizes strength so great. It recognizes strength so great attack is folly or a silly game a tired child might play when he becomes too sleepy to remember what he wants. Defensiveness is weakness. It proclaims you have denied the Christ and come to fear his father's anger. What can save you now from your delusion of an angry God whose fearful image you believe you see at work in all the evils of the world? What but illusions could defend you now when it is but illusions that you fight? And so, yeah, we always choose between the strength of Christ in us and the strength of the ego in us. And and with Christ, we need no defenses. Absolutely. Yeah. Love needs no needs no defenses. No, that's a very. It does not defend. It does not a powerful lesson to get. It's one that's hard to remember in your day to day, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely a good one because um you almost come up all throughout the week different uh ways that you judge yourself as being attacked in some way. And I don't mean like a big attack. It doesn't have to be anything big or physical or anything. But even if somebody supposedly says something that you feel offends you or was disrespectful to you or even made you feel sad or or whatever it is you know mm-hmm. if you can remember if you can remember that very important lesson 153 you remember mm-hmm. it's it's nothing to defend because if you know who you are and you know whose you are Mm-hmm. You're all powerful and it's no reason to guard against anything because nothing can take that away from you. So. Nothing can take the peace of God away from you. And when we, when we believe that we have to defend, when we believe that we can be attacked or that we have been attacked, then I, I sort of said this earlier, but that, like, that's another way of saying 
you know, I separated and I'm, I'm alone and, and God is dead. Yeah. Yeah. We choose against God in that instance. So something to think about. So yeah. that was kind of your course lesson of the week was defense. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think mine was the judgments mm-hmm. too. The ju- I mean, that's always a part of it, but this week I really, really got a chance to look at it. My judgments of people and even listening to um, Earl Purdy mm-hmm. can't, earlier this week. I'm trying to remember if it was the one from today. No. He does, he's another uh, famous course teacher or popular course teacher. And I watch his Facebook lives. He goes live a couple times a week. But it was just a reminder that even good judgments are still judgments. So even when we judge somebody as being whatever it is, smarter than us or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, whatever judgment we put on, it's still a judgment. And that's yeah. still ego. And I, I, mm-hmm. it was good to remember that because I've been kind of, for the past few weeks, I need to think positive of people, this and that and all of that. There's nothing wrong with that, but you have just have to be aware that a judgment is still a judgment regardless of whether you judge it as positive or negative. Mm-hmm. So I and I think, the, yeah, when you take the judgment seriously as yes. well, because some judgments, like, if you have a human body, like, you can't get away from judging some things. Like, I have to, you have to choose a pair of socks to wear, whether it be the red mm-hmm. ones or the black ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we, we take it seriously and when we believe yeah. in the judgment, because the reason that judgments, even good judgments are the ego is because once you judge for one thing, you have to, you have judge, to judge against further. another and both are the same thing. Both are you. And so when you make a judgment and you believe in it and you're judging against another thing, you're actually judging against yourself. And, and that's you know, you can't be truly I, happy if you do that. That's what I've been more consciously aware of this week with my judgments, even my positive ones. I'm usually thinking by judging people positively while negatively judging myself in a way mm-hmm. like, Oh, I wish I could be more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever it is, or I wish I could present that way, or I wish I was smart in that way, or whatever it is. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. I can't think of an example off the top of my head this week, but I just became very, very consciously aware of that when I'm judging people, even the positive ones. I'm usually judging judging negatively against myself in that moment. Mm-hmm. And to the ego, it doesn't matter. Just as long as you judge and right, against something. Right, just as long as you judge. <laughs> <laughs> so they can remain here. Mm-hmm. Judgment is really the ego's bread and butter. Oh, yeah. That's how it's... And it, I, it's funny because I had even found myself judging some course teachers who I normally kind of revered in a sense because I feel like I felt like watching them now, I'm like, you know, they weren't teaching from the course so much anymore. They had moved more into politics or whatever. And I was even judging that. Like Uh saying, oh, oh, all they're talking about is ego now. And I'm like, oh, wait, the ego's got me too because I'm judging it. (laughs) It's so tricky. Mm -hmm. Like a sneaky little bastard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is sneaky. 
<laughs> Disney. And then, you know, there's another part of the course uh, that, that talks about how we cannot make judgments because we don't have enough information to judge. Like exactly. the course talks about how and the at, at the instant that the tiny mad idea appeared, like it was basically over at the same time. So in that instant, like, because time is an illusion, talks mm -hmm. about that. So in that instant, like all the billions of years or whatever, however many years they are in a, like a, what we think of as a timely linear fashion, they all happened at that same instant. And exactly. so like all the dimensions, all the years of time, like to make any judgment, you would really have to know what happened from the beginning to the end. And so and none of us know that. Every possible scenario and every possible dimension or parallel universe yeah. or whatever. Yeah. All we have is this little instant of time and we're not even seeing that clearly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the past is gone and uh, we don't, we don't, you know, that the past, we make up all these stories about the past. Nobody looked at the past objectively. And then we don't know the future. And again, we can't even see this moment entirely for what it is. Uh, and so we do not, the course is very kind of nicely. It, it tries to be <laughs> nice to us. We do not have enough information to judge. And so that's when it tells you, like when you make, when you're tempted to make those kind of judgments, go back and judge with the Holy Spirit, the right part of the mind, instead of the ego, the wrong part of the mind. So yeah, the the fact that we think we have enough information to judge, yeah, people and situations. Oh, and how is that turned out for humanity? Exactly. <laughs> Even I want to know. Think about how has it turned out for your own life as an individual? I know. Oh Not my well. gosh. Not well at all. So <laughs> I've just been because I've been doing the. Hapanu Panu, and I hope I'm saying that right, y'all. I, I'm always messing up. I've been more consciously aware of when they come up so that I can immediately start cleaning. Mm -hmm. Start with it. He calls cleaning, which is you're cleaning the memories because it's like all, all problems are, are memories that you're holding on to in the moment, and you just have to clean. All mm -hmm. you have to do is clean clean so that was really a really good awareness for me to have this week and a really good practice I really want to get more into it but I did have a few things come up this week that were kind of like just really kind of what I felt out of my control maybe and I and I was judging it the people in it like I have a, a very close loved one who um I judged as an alcoholic and judged as putting their life and their mm -hmm. kid's life in danger and just all these judgments I was having about it. And I'm like, what do I do about it? And mm -hmm. I, I went straight to ego, like, oh, well, I could find a rehab. I could do this and this and that. And I was like, remembering all I have to do is clean. <laughs> mm -hmm. All those memories that I had or fears of the future, mm -hmm. stuff that had happen I can just I'm sorry please forgive me I love you and thank you mm -hmm. and I've just been doing that over and over and I don't know what's going to happen but I feel fine about it whatever it is because 
like you said, I have no right to judge. I don't know the full story. I don't know what memories they might be playing that, you know, you know, I don't have no ideas. All I can do is clean because if it's in my awareness, then what I'm seeing, I project it. Mm-hmm. And all I can do is focus on cleaning me. Heal and that. that's, that's vision with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and judgment with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I know that I'll have my slip ups <laughs> because, mm-hmm. <laughs> because we do. But if you could just, even once you become aware of it, that's already a, a big step. Because mm-hmm. there were times in my life I wasn't even aware of what I was doing as far as making judgments and, and things of that nature and just enforcing the idea of separation. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm aware of it. I can help just clean and clear it and just try to keep myself centered on that infinite love that is all that is anyway. Mm-hmm. So defenselessness yeah. and judgments really good lessons to learn this uh-huh. <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny I think the stuff that comes up is just what you need to learn in that mm-hmm. moment for that mm-hmm. you know for that amount of time so that you can evolve mm-hmm. that's really interesting but it's funny until you brought it up I would not have described you as a defensive person oh yeah and I think most people don't say see that part of you, but like yeah. Once you said it, then I had a few memories uh-huh. of in the past, like places like where we would talk. Because we, you and I, uh, guys, Lydia's been my best friend for probably like eight or nine years, something. Well, like. we met in uh, November tw- two thousand and eight at an in the Fed rally, guys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it a protest. On JFK's birthday <laughs> in the Federal Reserve. Oh my gosh. Um, that is so funny to think of how much we've evolved over the years. Yeah. Like, I would, oh my gosh, that is so funny. So, yeah. almost 10 years, but we've been really close for most of those years. Like, our friendship uh-huh. kind of came just like boom. Mm hmm. And um, I do remember a few times where we were having like conversations and then it was like certain places like you wouldn't go. <laughs> I remember and I remember that one telling me like, I don't, I'll tell you one day. I don't, I don't want to discuss it now. Though. <laughs> uh-huh. So, and I, yeah. and I remember thinking back then, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that's weird, but <laughs> yeah. And also with like defenses, you know, sort of going back to what you said about like everywhere you go, there you are. Well, if you go out with a bunch of armor on, if you may- meet the world with defensiveness, then yeah, you're going to have to defend because that, that's what you're putting out there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, interesting. You're going to uh-huh. attract, attract <laughs> situations where you need to defend yourself. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You perceive, mm-hmm. or you perceive. I've, I've perceived you, it. You perceive you know. that you need to defend yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to get into tonight for this show? Uh 
No, no, I think that that was really uh that's really what stood out to me this week. Like the defenselessness. And my defenselessness, my safety lies. And I know the truth of it. I know the truth of it. That's the, that's the thing about the course. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, for me, it's never been hard to accept that anything in the course was true. Mm-hmm. And I I think maybe because, like, I was raised a Christian scientist, so some of the stuff was similar. And even the other stuff that I was learning that was different, I had a little trouble with the forgiveness part of it being you know how the world says I forgive you for what you did or what mm-hmm. I perceived you did and the course says I forgive you because you did nothing you know what I mean it's a little mm-hmm. different the way they look at forgiveness so yeah. I think I had a little trouble with that in the beginning because um, I started my mom started me studying the course when I was about 15 so I was like in 10th grade and you know high school so <laughs> other than that Nothing in here was ever difficult for me to accept as true, but difficult in applying it daily uh-huh. in my life. I have always had difficulty with that. And I think that's why I've never finished the lessons in the 20 plus years I've been reading the course on and off. I'll try to start at lesson one and I never make it to the end. Because it's, it's really about the application of it. Yeah, you can know it. Absolutely. But it's all about applying what you know, especially mm-hmm. in the moment, when you're in the moment with those mm-hmm. things that may come up. That's what's always been difficult for me. And I've always described myself as kind of an introvert. Even as a child, I'd rather read a book in my closet than be around a bunch of people most of the time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that I know hasn't what you mean. changed <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I'm a course student, but I just want to practice the course in here. <laughs> but that's how you learn. Like you have to go out in the world and deal with what you perceive as being others, because that's how you learn about yourself. And yeah, it's, so it's the, always the- been applying the course that uh-huh. has been difficult for me. When you go out and apply it to other, like other people are really like split off aspects of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so if you're applying it to them, then that's, and and you're forgiving them, then the ego, the the feeling of separation of me being separate from them, it sort of melts away. And so we all have, because we want to maintain our individual self and the idea of Lydia and Bria And so we all have this resistance uh, to like actually applying the course. We can read it and be like, yeah, yeah. Cause you know, (laughs) like this makes, this makes sense. But like actually putting it into practice and saying bye-bye to the ego, Mm -hmm. you know, there, there's tremendous resistance to that. Oh yeah. And I I grew up, my family is like heavy sci-fi fans. So I think, I think I said Mm -hmm. this on the last show. We're all Trekkies and stuff. So anytime I think about like one mind and stuff like that, I would always think of the Borg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Borg is seen on Star Trek as a bad thing because they're all connected to the hive mind or whatever, the one mind. And so, yes, yeah, you try to maintain 
your identity, even when you know better. Like mm-hmm. that's it's hard to not see myself as a woman or a woman of color or a person mm-hmm. of color. Or, you know, all those things that we use to I that we think are identifying who we are. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. And are those identities. Were... Yeah, I was Go gonna ahead. say those identities are what like wars are fought over. Exactly. I'm a Christian. You know, that's where all conflict, on call, all conflict comes all from. All conflict is over. These perceived right ideas. You're wrong. Yes. These differences. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's so ridiculous when you think about it and you know better. But then like in the world, it's still hard to remember in those moments mm-hmm. when different things come up. So I really, really want to get better with my practical side of the course with practicing the its teachings daily mm-hmm. and cuz that's always been what's been difficult for me agreed i think that's everybody's issue with the course <laughs> <laughs> like most people I and i want to get through the lessons I've, I've already got it my only new year's resolution for 2019 is to do a lesson a day the whole 365 mm-hmm. is next year a leap year i don't even know but i want to 2019 get no i don't think so okay. 2020 okay. i think would be the, would be the leap year okay good but i'll check on i have i'm ready to get through these lessons once and for all mm-hmm. and i know you know even doing them it's still even after i complete them it's still a daily practice that you still have to maintain but I, I, I do want to get through the lessons this year. So I hope we can all do that together. Absolutely. Um, with you and then whatever viewers we have along the way. I know my mom watches. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your support. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that is definitely what I want to get better on yeah. the practical side in my daily mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. But awareness is the first step. So I'm glad I'm becoming more and more aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add? That's it for me. A lot to <laughs> reflect on. And yeah. Yeah, I think that was a good show. I think um, so guys, too. Again, just wanted to remind you if you have any questions or comments that you wanted to send us. Um, I know right now it's on the Facebook Live. You can comment there and we'll do it. Or if you're seeing it on YouTube later, you can comment on the YouTube channel. Also, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's good. And <laughs> and email us if you have any questions. Uh, the email is returning to love show at gmail.com. And we'll get back to you as soon as we can, or we may address whatever your comment or question is on the next show. So that's how you reach us. Um, If you like what you heard, please share, invite your friends or anybody else who you know is interested in the course. And we'll see you guys next week. Good night. Thanks, guys. Love you. Hey, this is Bria again. That was our show for tonight. Really hope you enjoyed. Again, I just wanted to give you guys the Facebook group name. 
If you want to join, it's Returning to Love Show. You can search for that or go to facebook.com slash group slash returning to love show and you guys can find us there and again all week we'll be posting in there things related to course in miracles and then we do our live every sunday at 7 p.m eastern hope you guys enjoyed tonight's show if you do please consider rating us and sharing us with your friends and hopefully we'll talk to you again next week thanks a lot